Welcome everybody. I am excited to do this episode today on relationships and dating. Some of you have asked questions uh, with regard to dating and what it is and what it means to um, me, but I think more appropriately that should ha- that that question should be posed to the person who, to whom you have interest in or you are thinking about dating. It's very important that two people when there's um, you know, in the courting stage or whatever it is that we want to call it these days, I feel like I have to be careful with my words here because the definition of dating for one person may be different than what it is for another person. Courting may be one thing for somebody else and totally separate of dating. And then for somebody else, the two may be synonymous dating and courting. So we'll just kind of muddle our way through this episode today or this conversation today and I'll try to answer some of the questions that you've posed to me. Um, Of course from a biblical perspective I am coming today with um, Amos 3 and 3. Amos third chapter third verse says how can two walk together except they be agreed or do two walk together unless they have agreed to do so and um, I paraphrased there some but this is a scripture that I use before I get into partnerships of any kind, whether they're romantic, business, or whatever. I think it's very important for you to make sure that you're all on the same page. I have made some decisions that were not smart decisions at all. They were not good decisions. I've got, I've been on board, uh, set on the board of organizations that I should not have been a board member on because I did not look at things in uh, as I should have. I did not sit with the people and talk to the people and who were in charge or who I was going to be on these boards or do business with or do projects with and actually walk through it. Some things seem like a great idea and even it seems like we have some things in common and we could do some collaborative work, but we really have to give ourselves the opportunity to sit with others and see what they are thinking and what we are thinking. So Amos 3 and 3 has been one of those scriptures that has really, really got me to thinking. Whenever God asks you a question or whenever there is a question posed in scripture, period, um, maybe God is not speaking uh, proper. Maybe it's not God himself speaking, but we do know that God speaks through the scripture to us. Um, Amos 3 and 3 gives us that it prompts us to think. It is very provocative in getting us to think. How can two walk together except they be agreed? So now we have not looked at, um, when we when we get into relationships where we have not looked at what, you know, given ourselves the opportunity to get to know, what is it that you want out of this? And for female uh, females especially, I think it's kind of, for some of us, um, and if not you, give us a chance here. For some of us, it's, it's, it's you know, you feel like you're being a bit too aggressive when you say to a guy, okay, so what do you hope to get out of this relationship? What are you looking for in a blah, blah, blah? What do you, I think those things are important. In my 20s, I would not have said that probably even in my 30s. But now in my 40s, I realize that I should have said it in my 20s and I should have said it in my 30s. It's not because I'm 40 that I sh- I'm starting to say it now. It's what my conversation should have been. Perhaps I would not have been in some of the relationships that I were I was in in my thirties, or even in my um my late twenties. Sometimes you know, especially in my twenties, I was not looking to just get married. I was um, more dealing with my career, building my career 
finding myself. And um, during that time of dating, I still think that I could have found out from someone, what are your goals so that we could grow together? Perhaps you're not thinking about getting married tomorrow or even next year. But if you're in a relationship and you want to have a committed relationship, you do want to be able to know what that person's goals are. Make sure that those goals are going to be a match for whatever it is that you're doing. It doesn't mean two doctors have to marry each other, two preachers have to marry each other. That's not what a goal match is. It's it's really about the support. It's really about how that person motivates you, how they give you balance in your life. I am a person that I can fill my agenda all day, every day with something purposeful to do. I really can. So for me, adding balance to my life is someone who says, okay, today, um, I want to help you with your goals. And so that person helps me to achieve those goals within whatever time frame I need to get them done. But that person also may say to me tomorrow, okay, ma'am, you have done this and you have done that. I need you to bring it down. I need you to take care of yourself and make sure you're doing that. So I need a person who has that authority to be able to get me in that place of balance. He recognizes my goals. He recognizes my purpose in life. But he also is there to help me to put it all into perspective. So if a person just kind of lets me do what I want to do, I'm not, I I can't have a relationship with that person. And I have been in relationships with some great guys. But, I mean, it, you know, they did not have the authority I needed them to have to be able to say. They thought, oh, everything, you know, what you're doing is good. Girl, do your thing. And that's wonderful. But I also, I know for me, I have strong character. So I need someone who can, you know, deal with that character and, and you know, kind of help me guide back to, okay, but you need balance. And so, and I listen to them and I, and I, you know, and I do what I'm supposed to do to take care of myself. And so you have to know, um, what dating means to you and what dating means to, to that other individual. So for some people dating means I date somebody on Monday, I might date, you know, go to lunch with somebody on Tuesday, go to dinner with somebody else on Tuesday evening. And then Friday, you know, I am dating someone else. So for some people, dating is seeing multiple people and just getting to know those people and seeing who they want to be with, if they want to be with someone, or perhaps they're just not quite ready to settle down. And so they have the little black book, if you would, from, you you remember that from back in the day. <laughs> Maybe it's a black book app now <laughs> that we are electronic. But there are other people, for them, dating is, I'm I'm in a committed relationship we're not quite ready to get married but we're getting to know one another and we're seeing one another exclusively so you have to know for yourself what that means and you have to respect what that means for someone else and respecting that may mean that you don't date them or that you're not going any further with them at this time that's very important um one thing that i've learned and i if I were speaking to my younger self, I would tell my younger self, don't waste time with that. You know, uh, making excuses for someone that I'm dating just because I want to be with them or whatever. I would tell younger self, girl, move on, girl, get a life. Um, a lot of times people feel like, you know, they've got to stay in a place until someone gets ready or 
mm, you know, somebody's dragging you along and they're being very vague. I do not tolerate vague in a relationship. Uh, I don't. And I don't expect anyone to tolerate vague from me. Uh, what do I mean by vague? You know, if if a relationship is persisting for you and it's going on and on and on, but you're not seeing it grow or you know, I my relationships are like my goals in life. I want them to get better. I want to become better at them. So I am a person who I love hard. And you have to know what how, you know, if you love hard or not, you have to know that I love hard. So once I'm committed, I'm, I'm, I'm in there. That's on anything that I do. If I'm given over to a work project, for instance, I put my all into that work project. I have to learn, though, that other team members may not feel as passionate about the work as I do. And I have to respect where they are. That guards me. Um, In relationships, though, I don't tolerate having a team member that's not as passionate as I am. So for me, I have to have a team member who is as passionate as I am about the work that we're doing on the relationship. So you've got to make sure that people are on the same page with you or not. If you know you love hard, I used to um, hate the fact that I loved hard because I felt like it was a flaw in my character. And why do you love so hard? Why does it? But that's not a flaw in my character. The right recipient will love the fact that I love hard because I'll give it my all. And that the right person can receive that I can't allow the wrong person for me to dictate what the right person should receive that's a whole nother discussion I'll get into that right now just a little bit but in dating we can't have our guard up because of something that happened before with this person we have to be able to give this person an opportunity so relationships about our especially our past relationships are about lessons learned and so we've got to remember to learn the lesson from it and move forward with the lesson a lot of people are always oh I lost this in that relationship I lost that and I lost that but you can gain the lesson so gain the lesson from the relationship and move forward with the lesson but understand the person that you meet next you cannot punish them because of what happened in a former relationship now I am not telling you um to act like it did not happen, whatever happened to you that may not have been what you um, deserved or it may not have been pleasant for you. That's why you have the lesson. So take the lesson with you, but you have to learn how um, to open up at stages. So what am I saying? Don't, who, who goes to the grocery store? And perhaps somebody somebody does this, but I don't encourage you to do it. But who goes to the grocery store and brings home with them um, someone they just met on aisle nine and just says, okay, you can walk all through my house. You can go into all my personal spaces. Here's the key to the house, okay? And um, I'm just going to let you go and come as you please. Here's my car. You can. Here's my bank account. Here's everything that I have that has 
a passcode to it. And I uh, go ahead. Sure. My passwords to my computers. Yeah, you can have all of that. My security code. Yeah. Get, here's the security code. Who does that? Who brings the guy off all nine? Who brings the girl from aisle, aisle five and brings them home and just says, you can walk through everything that I have. Sure. You can go in my clothes. Wear my clothes. Sure. You can take a shower. Oh, yeah. Um, why not? Just have free reign. Who does that? Right? Nobody. Nobody does that typically. No, nobody. I know anyway. So when we when we are dating people and we just let them walk through our lives spiritually, physically, financially, and emotionally, that's just that's just like going to the grocery store and Mr. Aisle Nine and 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 Ms. Miss um, Aisle Five come home with us and they walk through everything. They have all our passwords and all our personal data. You have to be careful about opening yourself up immediately to just everything. Get to know this person and see if this is someone that you want to um, to to you know open up even the more to. I've made that mistake before of not bringing home somebody from the grocery store, but I've made the mistake of uh, getting to a place of being open with the person when they were not totally open with me. And I can hear the questions coming now about, well, how do you know this? For one, you need to start figuring out what parts of myself am I going to expose uh, to this person. Establishing trust that is bi-directional trust. Um, making sure that this is somebody that, hmm, uh, what if they walk away tomorrow? What am I comfortable with them knowing about me today? You have to establish that. You have to establish how close you're getting in a relationship, all those types of things. So I would not say um, a lot of people ask questions about when should I um, bring the bring this person around my children. When should I introduce them to my family? You've got to start first wondering when do you introduce them to certain parts of yourself before you introduce them to your family or your or your children if you have children or whatever. So just be mindful of that. Think about that. A lot of times um, we want to reclaim what we lost in the relationship by going backwards. That's not good either. I understand psychologically our minds tell us if we left something behind, what should we do? Go back and get it. If you leave your purse or your wallet at the restaurant, what do you do? All practicality says go back to the restaurant where you left the wallet or where you left the purse and go back and reclaim it there. But what if you go back only to find that someone's already moved on with your purse, someone's already moved on with your wallet? What are you going to do? Just stay there in the restaurant and ball all night, ball all day the next day, and just stay there hoping that that person's going to come back with what they took from you? No, you're not. You're going to move forward, and you may feel some type of way about having to replace your credit cards and your valuables, your keys, and so on and so forth. But guess what you've got to do? You've got to change forward. What do I mean by that? This is good. Stay with me here. You've got to change forward to be able to reclaim what you lost behind. You've got to change forward to be able to reclaim what you lost behind. I'm going to say it one more time. You've got to change forward to be able to reclaim what you left or what you lost behind. How do I do that? Well, guess what? You got to go back. You got to see, okay, my kitchen door keys were in there. My garage door opener was in there. So you got to change all these locks. Uh Uh-oh. Change the locks to that house. 
change the garage door code, change your credit cards. It's time to get new credit cards that were in that purse. You might have to get new keys now that, you, well, you will, now that you've got new locks, new locks require new keys. And so get those, make sure that you, you, you change forward. So that means you got to change some things. Now, what do I mean by that? You might have to change the locks on your heart. That per- don't let that person just come back with the same old stuff again. And you might have to change for you're going to have to change for it in order to reclaim what you lost backwards. That that means that it's going to be a process instead of sitting there, oh, I got to change my credit card number. I got to change this and I got you got to get on it because that person's there with all your stuff. That stuff that's stolen. Leave that stuff behind and move forward. You got to learn how to move forward. Why? Because time is of the essence. The more that you sit there and the more that you pine over what you have lost, that's time wasted. When you could be moving forward, making the necessary, necessary changes to protect your possessions forward. What are your possessions? Spiritually, protecting your spirit, protecting your finances. That person, you know, you may have invested in them, protecting your finances for it, protecting your physical health for it. Um, Especially if this was someone that you were in a physical relationship with, you know, making sure that you protect yourself forward, Um, making sure that you, you, uh, you, you you look at yourself spiritually, physically, financially, and emotionally, making sure your mind is psychologically where it needs to be. Making sure you do these things. Um, let me talk about the physical aspect of, of it because a lot of people would just tell you, uh, well, a pastor shouldn't be saying certain things. But, I, I mean, the reality is some people have sex before marriage. Some people have sex before marriage. And... When you're having sex before marriage, let me give you the real deal on this. You got to be careful because you give yourself over to that person. It's just like them walking through that house and having the keys to everything because there's an emotional attachment for some of us. There is a, a, there's a, a more, there's more than a physical attachment for some of us who are listening today. There, for some people, it may be a financial uh, burden. What are you left with? Are you left with the illness that now has taken your whole mind, your whole body over, your whole everything? So you got to think about wholeness. So this is why I recommend that when you're dating somebody, you think about what you're doing when you give your body over to them. For some of us um, who are dating, it uh, the emotional drain that comes with the game playing. You know what? Pray about things. And if something is bothering you, use your mouth to speak it and say, hey, you know, this is something that's bothering me. I'm not talking about nagging. Say what you have to say, articulate it. And if you don't have a good feeling about it, say, you know, I just don't have a good feeling about this. I just wanted to let you know where I am. Communicate. Communication is key. And if so, if you don't agree about something, don't go along with it just to say, oh, you know, I don't I didn't want to say anything. No, say you don't agree with it. You know, I really don't agree with this. And if a person cannot agree to disagree, then you have a problem and you need to make a decision about what you're going to do. Some of us just go along with things just to have somebody to go along with us. I'm going to say that one more time. Some of us just go along with things just to have somebody to go along with us. 
<sighs> you might be inviting misery along with you. So never just go along um, to get along or just to have some, some company. If you if something is not setting well in your spirit, then you got to talk about it. You got to discuss it. So be kind to yourself when you're dating. Remember, uh, you know, I wanted to highlight Amos 3, Amos 3 and 3 uh, for this dating, but I also highly recommend it for even business junctures and things that you're going to be doing with other people. Anything that involves other people, be honest, be kind to yourself. I'm not saying be selfish, but you are going to be the person who's going to have to Reap whatever comes out of what time you invest. Your time is a seed. And whatever you invested in, there's going to be a harvest. Now, what your harvest is, is going to be up to you.